Silicon Hoods. Want to live a healthy, wealthy, and relevant life? Welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Janine Roberts. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And today is Friday, January the 6th. 2023 and today is friends and family friday so in our segment today ask naja roberts if you would like to ask a question about cryptocurrency please feel free to give me a call live in the studio at 800-920-1580 again that number is 820-920-1580 and perhaps you are at work and you cannot ask a question live because your co-workers will hear you on the phone talking to the radio station you can always go to nausearoberts.com and there's actually a tab there that says ask nausea roberts and someone from my staff will make sure that i get the question to answer on air but every single Friday, we're going to open up the lines for you all to call in. Again, that number is 800-920-1580. Again, this is our Friends and Family Friday. And so what a great day it is. There's a lot of things going on. I always like to tell you and talk to you all about real talk, things that actually happen. And as I walked into the studio today, uh, a gentleman was... Um, in the hallway and he said man how you feeling taking all these L's in the cryptocurrency space and I said what L's am I taking in the cryptocurrency space what L's are you taking in the cryptocurrency space because I haven't taken any L's and for those of you that know what an L is that's a loss uh, or don't know what an L is that's a loss um, because we are in a crypto winter, because I know exactly what my strategy is in this cryptocurrency space. And so with that, uh, I will say to each and every one of you, as I always say, all coins are not created equal. So as long as we remember that and we have the right plan, I think that we're going to do well and that we're going to fare well throughout the next years to come. And so I'm super excited about being here today. I'm going to just jump in to one of my quotes and because of the fact that um this gentleman and several other people have probably taken l's based on what they invested in i'm going to say to each and every one of you that investing in cryptocurrency is like being married you have to keep going through the good and the bad for the better or for worse for the richer or for the poor till death do you part and so with that being said ladies and gentlemen that is my quote for today Naja Roberts stated that and you just need to hodl h-o-d-l hold on for dear life ladies and gentlemen uh we are embarking upon a fantastic 2023 I can tell you how excited I am about this I was on the phone this morning on a conference call and y'all know I love to tell my business but I was on a conference call this morning with Hill Harper and uh, we are planning some 
fantastic things for our community. And I just know that we are going to sew this market up. And I don't mean sew it up by making sure that we have the monopoly on all the Bitcoin or all the money that's made. I mean, sew this thing up for our community by which we are closing the wealth gap because there are so many things that we're understanding uh, as we move through this space that it's not just about cryptocurrency. And we've always said that it is about a 360 degree view of all of your finances. Again, 401ks, insurance, annuities, all of those things, real estate, it is a big thing. And I was just listening a few minutes ago to Lynn Richardson, and she was talking about how she and MC Light are getting ready to take their step to purchase their property in Bali. Any of you that have been following me have heard me say over and over again that based on the climate in this country, and I'm talking about the money climate, I'm not even just talking about the racism climate, which is absolutely horrendous, but I'm talking about the money climate. I really feel that we are not going to be able to live in this country comfortably in the next five to 10 years. And it won't be that we don't have the money that we need, but the things that they are going to implement around money are going to make it hard for individuals to be able to actually participate and be real productive citizens in this United States. And so I hadn't talked to Lynn Richardson or MC Light ever about this. And she said on her show today exactly what I've been saying. So uh, like minds, um, great minds think alike. And I will say when she said that based on some of the climate in this country, she is looking to purchase a property in Bali. I've been telling my listeners, telling those individuals uh, at my conferences and on my digital financial revolution tour to start looking for places outside of the United States, because what you want is an option. No, you don't have to go and live there. But what if you use that as an Airbnb or something like that? And in the event that you need to move out of the country for whatever reason, you have it available to you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are just beginning this cryptocurrency conversation today. We have got a lot to talk about. And when we come forward, we are going to jump to it. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. You know, again, I was listening to Lynn Richardson and she was talking about the massive amounts of money that she's making monthly. Uh, the different returns that she's getting. I heard her say anywhere between 50% and 80% a month, which is absolutely fantastic. But for most of us, that is definitely not the reality. Uh, and so we want to make sure that we are investing in the right things. And I also heard her talking about that if you had your money in the bank, you wouldn't be able to make those types of returns. And she is, of course, unequivocally correct. The bank gives you absolutely nothing for having your money there. But ladies and gentlemen, today, I want to talk to you about a risk for actually having your money in the bank. And see, right now, the Federal Reserve is really committed to, I guess I'll use the word crush the demand in this economy to actually lower inflation and is putting a massive, massive strain on 
on all of the financial markets, stocks, bonds, everything, assets, all the institutions is putting a massive strain on them. And the insurance companies, uh, investment banks, pensions, and even your bank account right now is caught trying to earn some yield in a zero interest rate world. So let me put a pin in it right here. You know, we've been talking about self-custody. A lot of the problems that we're going to talk about in the crypto space that we're going to address today right now will not happen to you if you are self-custodying your cryptocurrency. If you hold your Bitcoin in your private wallet and you are your own bank, you do not have to deal with the problems that you're going to hear that are happening in the cryptocurrency space. Point blank, period. It's just that simple. Self-custody cures a whole lot of headaches in this space. And I am now looking at what is happening with the banks. And I am feeling like a lot of the people in the community are feeling and have been feeling for years the same way. And I know you all know people that don't even go to the bank. They keep their money under the mattress. They keep their money somewhere else. And they just do not utilize the banks because the banks are actually taking our money. And they're doing whatever they need to do with it to bring back a yield or a return for their investors. And they do it off the backs of the monies that we place in their in their custodian accounts. And that's the same thing that people tried to do in cryptocurrency. They came into the cryptocurrency space. They left it with these institutions, FTX, Gemini, Kraken. And then those companies did the same thing that they saw the banks doing because all they did was mimicked the old space and they used their Bitcoin and all these other things to make massive amounts of money for their investors and for themselves. And it left cryptocurrency um, individuals who were not custodying their own coin in a tizzy. Well, I'm not one of those. I didn't take an L this time. I took an L back in 2013 when I didn't understand that someone else holding on to my Bitcoin was absolutely not the way that I ever needed to go again. And so we've been preaching this from day one. Uh, and so I want to make sure that you all understand that even in the banks right now today, if nobody ever gave you the memo, when you put a thousand dollars in the bank, they loan that thousand dollars out to one, maybe even two or three people based on their actual documentation because they're able to double triple spin because there's nobody to actually regulate what they're doing because they make up the rules. They are the Federal Reserve bankers and they do all of those things without going down that. Please understand that right now they are trying to earn some sort of yield in the zero interest rate world and it is not going to work out. This has forced the banks to get more creative and more riskier with their investment. And for a long time, it's been fine because, again, they have a monopoly on things that are happening. But it's OK, ladies and gentlemen, until it's not. And so the Federal Reserve's commitment to fighting inflation made rates go higher and faster at any time in history uh, than it has before. And now the creative and risky financial bets are turning into dangerous problems that can collapse the entire system. And if your money is in a bank right now, and I'm not saying 
you know, we got to pay mortgages. We got to pay car notes. We have to do some things, but we have got to really pay attention to where the lion's share of our funds are, because if they collapse the entire system, unfortunately, uh, and, and I can get into this whole little conspiracy theory that I have about how they're going to implement digital currencies, uh, which is central bank digital currencies. I think they're going to do it because some disastrous thing is going to happen. The bank or somebody or their systems are going to get hacked. And all of a sudden, your one dollar that's in the bank is now a CBDC, a, di- a central bank digital currency. They are going to make up or have some sort of catastrophe happen where it is imminent that they go ahead and take possession of your fiat dollars and then give you this digital coin in place. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But right now what we're looking at because of the numbers that came out today, the jobs numbers and all of those things, our economy is just going nuts. And so we're going to see a lot of things that we haven't seen before, but your asset prices are coming down. And many of you are staying in cash until you are ready to get back into the markets. And I understand that some, you know, that's just been kind of the, the, the way of the world for a lot of different communities. They stay in cash um, and a lot of them don't ever get into the markets. But what we're seeing right now is a lot of people are staying in cash, meaning they're staying in cash, not keeping cash in their house, but they're keeping the cash in the bank until they're ready to get back into the stock market, into the bonds, into buying real estate and all these other things. But What about your cash in the bank? Is it really protected by FDIC, which is Federal Deposit of Insurance Corporation? Now, I did not intend to go back down memory lane from 2022 as it relates to FDIC. And if it really is something viable, I'm just going to finish this and we'll kind of talk about it if we have a little bit more time. But. Is your money really protected by FDIC? I can tell you right now, I still got $44,000 missing out of my account. FDIC insured hasn't come through. Insurance hasn't come through as of yet. But I'm just going to say this for you. Maybe not. A recent video of a closed door meeting of the FDIC just surfaced. And you will not believe what they said. Um, I'm going to share that with you all. You know, we have a short time frame in which to do ahead of the crypto curve. But if you are in the virtual underground railroad with me, we are going to watch the video, the closed door meeting. And we are actually going to break down and allow you all to actually see what they're saying that you don't know about. Because, again, he who holds the money holds the power and the FDIC, the all of the federal federal bankers that are attached and a part of and families of the private corporation called the Federal Reserve Bank. uh, They are really doing some things behind the scene. And we really need to break down and discuss what it means in our society and the dangers, actual dangers right now of keeping your cash in bank accounts during these inflationary periods and what happens to your money in the worst case scenario. 
And uh, it's important that we know about that. So, um, you know, again, we can't get a whole lot into it on on the show because we don't have enough time and maybe we'll break some things down. But I need everybody to really take a look if you're wondering, like, what is this about the FDIC? What about what is this about the Federal Reserve Bank? What am I not understanding? And if you haven't been listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve from early in 2022, you would not know that the Federal Reserve Banking System is a private corporation. The bank owners of Chase, J.P. Morgan, Fifth Third, Deutsche, what, all of these grandfathers of these banks came together to form the Federal Reserve Bank. The best documentary that I can send you all to, you can go to YouTube and you can Google it for yourself. You're going to Google the creatures of Jekyll Island. And those creatures still exist today. Uh, they look and they look, um, they look to seek and be in control, moving from where we are right now into the digital space. And so we've got to really, really understand the history in order to understand where we're going. It's just like black history. I feel like we need to know where we've come from, what has transpired in the past in order to make sure that we're good moving forward in the future. And so with that being said, the creature of Jekyll Island is a must read if you do not want to read it. And I suggest one of my other quotes, I always say it is in black and white. The answers, the knowledge, the secrets are in black and white. And because they are in black and white, uh, we have got to make sure that we are reading Reading, reading and understanding exactly what we need to do uh, to make things happen better for our community. And that being said, um, this creature of Jekyll Island, you can go to YouTube as well and you can actually listen to it and it'll talk to you about exactly what is going on with the Federal Reserve Bank and how the Federal Reserve Bank was created and operates on a regular. And so moving into 2023, ladies and gentlemen, those same families are still in control of our money. And right now with these interest rates and all the different things going on, I really feel like we are in what is a perfect storm, not a perfect storm in a good way, but a perfect storm where all these different um, assets and problems are intersecting at the same time. And everyone from just regular households to our government to our um, organization officials, just everybody is really trying to figure this thing out. And it's going in so many directions. People don't even know what to do or where to go. And we've got to make sure that we are safe. And safe is unfortunately, because we don't know the we, we there is there, the unknown is on its way. And, um, you know, never before in history would I ever be saying to people like, who knows, the banks could collapse and you might not be able to get access to your money. And people are like, oh, that'll never happen. We would never that would never happen. They would never tell us we can't get our money out of the banks. But again, what if something. I'm going to say 
I don't I, I'm not going to go down this conspiracy theory. But what if something happened with the banking institutions where they were hacked and then they can no longer give you your money and you got to wait? Do you have what you need to really sustain and be OK for three, three weeks to a month if something like catastrophic was to happen people always say well i got this bitcoin thing and it's on my cell phone but what if the internet is down and what if i can't get access to my bitcoin because the internet is down well ladies and gentlemen if the internet is down you're not getting your money out of the bank either because the bank when you go to the bank they're going to tell you their systems are down just like right now if their systems are down when you walk in chase you are not going to get your money out they're going to tell you that their systems down you have no option if the if their systems are down that means the atm machines are down if the doors are closed how are you going to have access to your money so i am saying that moving forward we need to have again a diversified portfolio i'm not a financial advisor anymore on purpose not providing any financial advice but what liquid cash do you have that you can put your hands on in the event of an institutional and an, any other type of emergency. So I think that we need to have a couple of actual fiat dollars in hand because until this whole digital revolution takes full effect, we definitely are going to have vendors that accept Fiat, they're going to accept the money. So maybe you're trying to buy bread or milk or something in an event of an emergency gas to get wherever you need to get. You need to have a couple of dollars on hand. But just based on what we're seeing right now, it is getting really, really interesting. And I don't want to say scary because God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. He gives us a spirit of sound mind, but he also gives us the ability to watch vigilantly to make sure that we are going on the right track. And for those of us that follow money and for those of us that see what is coming down the pipe, I am saying to you that you really need to make sure that if you have investments Whatever that is, whatever that looks like, if it looks like real estate, if it looks like 401ks, annuities, that you at least have a little bit of cash on hand just in case you're unable to get it out of a bank. If you have Bitcoin or something like that, you can always cash it in. Uh, but And if it's if your bank account is attached, that means it has to go back to your bank account first, unless you're able to find like a Bitcoin ATM machine or come into one of our locations to make sure you can cash out. All of these things are things that I would like to present to you so that you can start having an open mind about what is going on in the financial world, not just in the crypto space. In general, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to think about self-sovereignty and making sure that we have an emergency fund. It is imperative. And after today's numbers that just came out and after stuff that we're seeing with the banks and some of the memos that are going out, I talked to you about the memos yesterday. Something is on the horizon. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after sports, traffic and news, we will jump back into the crypto conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. We know you stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right, all right. Welcome forward. And I love that song. I appreciate that. And uh, we are going to jump into the cryptocurrency conversation. I know we had a caller that called in a little bit earlier. She will probably give us a call back. That number is 800-920-1580. Again, that number is 1-800-920-1580. You can call in and get your questions answered live this afternoon with the Ask Naja Roberts session we are going to do. Uh, so I'm excited about that. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, the cryptocurrency prices. And of course, we are not going to go over all of them because there are over 22,000 cryptocurrencies that are out there. All coins are not created equal. And 95% of those coins were designed to extract money from your bank account. So when it's said like that, hopefully you get an epiphany and understand that you can never win at another man's game if that's what their intentions are from the beginning. So with that, uh, Bitcoin today is at $16,926. It is down in the last hour, point. 15% and it is up in the last 24 hours 49% which means we're going to get a little bit less satoshis today than we did yesterday and in the last 7 days it is up 1.97% that is bitcoin then we move to ethereum ethereum is at $1267 it is down in the last hour 0.15% and up in the last 24 hours, 1.24% and 5% up in the last seven days. And as we look at these other cryptocurrencies that I told you yesterday were meme coins, they were designed to be a joke. They are trending uh, and people are trending because they were making money with it the last couple of days. And why is that? We talked about the traders that took off for Christmas and New Year's and now they're coming back in and they're putting up some hype and they may be even manipulating by selling and buying and selling and buying and making it look like there's some action. So those of you that don't understand that the supply is so incredibly huge that there's no way on God's green earth they can get to a dollar. They're looking for your dollars. If you're trying to get rich quick, they want your dollars. And that is what is happening. But as I look at those particular coins, uh, they are down in a couple of different areas over the last 24 hours. And seven days, of course, they're up 5% because, again, I believe it's because those traders are back in effect. But Bitcoin actually retook the 17,000 mark just a few minutes ago. And this is the first time, of course, in 2023 that Bitcoin is rallying. But Bitcoin is rallying alongside stocks and bonds on the hopes that the U.S. Federal Reserve may slow its pace of monetary tightening. And for those of you that don't know, we have been going through some monetary tightening. When they raise the interest rates, they're hoping people will continue to spend, but not on big bike box items and things of that sort. But the big economic event of the day um, is and was is supposed to be the uh, non-farm payrolls report. Now, 
I am trying to be very big on bringing you into financial conversations that we don't typically have because none of us know about all these small little intricate meetings that are happening in the background that actually dictate what's going on with money. And so as we move throughout the year, just like we did in 2023, 2022, I'm going to talk to you about all these little reports and all these little meetings that they don't publicize on CNN or Fox or any of these other ones, because it's important that you start to Google and find out what these things mean and where they come from. But there is something called a non-farm, N-O-N-F-A-R-M, non-farm payrolls report. And it comes from the Bureau Bureau of Labor and Statistics. And they put it out this morning at about 5.30 a.m. Pacific. But the rally kicked off about 90 minutes after this ISM, Non-Manufacturing Index, um, also known as ISM. And so it's called Non-Manufacturing Index. And they gave us a actual report of what happened in December. And what happened in that report is that the index for that fell sharply from um, uh, 49.6, where it was at 56.5 previously, a number below 50. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, a number below 50 for this particular report gauge suggests economic contraction, which means there are some problems happening. And it was the first time the services index dipped below 50 since May of 2020. Now, if you remember in May of 2020, all of the markets were uncertain because we were in the middle of COVID. And what's happening is we are digging deeper and deeper into the December reports. And it shows that new orders of sub-index, and it is considered as a leading indicator. And because we are tumbling, there is a signal that there is a problem. And I am looking at all these numbers and seeing individuals and listening to individuals that put their money in stocks and bonds and they're wondering based on these December job reports that also came out if it is smart to keep their money in the bank or go stocks bonds or get into cryptocurrency and we believe that people are getting a lot more comfortable with getting into cryptocurrency but understanding that they need to custody their coin and not allow anyone else to do it. So with that, I um I just wanted to share that so you can you'll know that these reports come out and these are some things that we need to be taking a look at and the rally in Bitcoin took a bit longer to get on Friday. Um it hasn't been as dramatic as we may have thought, but crypto did manage to hit 17,000 for the first time in 3 weeks. And there are some other issues, of course, you know, that are facing Bitcoin and the broader cryptocurrency industry. Maybe the most important major headwind to prices have been the aggressive feds and the extent that the feds may be throttling back uh, its pace of tightening and this bullish action 
for crypto could possibly continue. We don't know exactly what's going to happen, but we are here waiting on our anticipatory tiptoes. I still feel and hope that Bitcoin will stay trading sideways until we can continue to stack our $6 here, our $6 there, our $6. I am hoping that we can continue to do that as a community so that we are comfortable with what we're understanding about the fluctuation and the volatility and then learning how to take that Bitcoin off the exchanges and put it into our private wallets. So we are in full control of everything that happens because we are our own banks. And so I am excited about this time in history. And so there is another quick story on the horizon. And this may need a little bit more history so that you all understand, but there's a group of a, a, a brethren, a brother group, and they are called the Winklevoss twins. They're actually identical twins and they're in the cryptocurrency space and they're in a big mess right now. And it has all to do with cryptocurrency. The Winklevoss twins, you may have heard of them because they sued Mark Zuckerberg for stealing their idea when they were at Harvard University for their social network. He came out with Facebook. Theirs was not called Facebook, it was called something else, but he stole the idea. They they did a lawsuit. They won these millions of dollars. And then what they started doing was investing in different things. And one of the things that they invested in was their cryptocurrency exchange, which is called Gemini. Now, they opened this in 2014. And the Winkle twin, Winklevoss twins by late 2021 uh, were on fire with Gemini. And the reason why they were on fire with Gemini and the prices were soaring is because, again, people were not understanding the cryptocurrency space. They were buying Bitcoin. They were leaving it with Gemini, with the Winklevoss twins. And the Winklevoss twins were doing whatever they needed to do analytically and whatever for their investors. And they combined had a net worth of $7 billion. And I'm just going to continue to say it. These situations, ladies and gentlemen, always are going to be around the fact that people are leaving their Bitcoin in these exchanges. And so now there is a lawsuit that's pending against the brothers uh, and it's very public. It's a public battle and where their former friend, crypto billionaire Barry Silbert is seizing is suing them because Gemini froze everybody's funds. And again, they cannot freeze your funds, ladies and gentlemen, if you have your own Bitcoin. But I'm assuming Barry C. Silbert was an investor for the Gemini platform. And so 340,000 people, 340,000 users of Gemini uh, were on a platform called Gemini Earn and their funds were frozen. And um, it's just really a sad thing. Not that they've lost their money, but right now their funds are frozen. But hundreds and thousands of people worldwide have been affected by Gemini's recent issue. 
and none would have been possible without Facebook because not only did they sue Facebook, they went back in and asked Facebook to help them with this new platform. And it's just a whole big mess. But ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you that a lot of us in this space are unscathed. I being one of them, a lot of the other black leaders in this cryptocurrency space can attest to the fact that we self-custody our coin. We don't get involved with all these shenanigans because these shenanigans look like the regular Wall Street. And when you stay out of those things, you don't get involved and you don't have problems when you don't rep all these companies and when you don't rep these different coins and you don't tell people to buy stuff they have no business buying just because you're getting paid three hundred thousand six million dollars which is what's happening some of its celebrities this makes life easy you sleep well at night and that is why i have always maintained i do not represent companies and coins that I know are detrimental to my community. I feel like I'm feeding them or serving them crack on a platter. If I do that in this financial space, none of us have time or money to waste. And we are in a critical moment in history. Our financial situation, although you may not see it, uh, the bigger picture, the macro picture is we are in a financial situation that we may never be able to get out of. But if you are doing the right thing at the right time, you're going to be just fine. And so I will say to you in this space, it needs to just be rule number one. Wherever you buy your Bitcoin, do that. But make sure that you are putting it into a cold storage device such as a ledger or a trezor or a keep key or any of these other ones. But I am very big on ledger and I am not getting paid by ledger to say that I love what it does. I trust it for my family. And so I'm going to suggest it to my community with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to get into a couple of other conversations that you need to things that you need to know about in this cryptocurrency space. I'm your host, Naj Roberts, and this is ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA. Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. Welcome forward. I have a question that came through, and this segment we're calling Ask Naja Roberts. You can Go to my website, which is NajaRoberts.com. You can go to Ask Naja Roberts, and the question will come up, and we will answer that live. Or on Fridays, if you like to call into the radio station, we are doing Friends and Family Friday. And you can call 800-920-1580, and you can ask that question live on the air. But someone sent a question and said, why should we trust Bitcoin? And I am going to say to you this, um, why should we trust money in general? We trust the fiat money that we have right now because we know if we take it to the store, the store is going to honor it because the government says that they're going to honor it. But what if something different transpires? Uh, what if everything is a why should we? Why should we trust that it's going to be uh, money is still going to be money? Our fiat, the paper dollar is going to be money in the very near future. 
we have to trust that because that's what we're being told. I'm going to say Bitcoin is absolutely no different. Uh, Bitcoin's trust is just based on fundamental valuations of human faith and mathematical algorithms and encryption and numbers. It's mathematical. It is uh, a mechanism or something, an asset that was put together based on mathematical equations and algorithms as opposed to uh, what it's been in the past, which is just someone saying, this is what this thing is worth and this is what we're going to use. And if you don't like it, we're going to sanction you. We're going to do all of these different things. It is not a mathematical thing. It is what is um, our regular money is just told or demanded or wars, different things dictate what gives our money is value. And so Bitcoin is mathematical, solely mathematical and encrypted and numbers. It is a network operating system based on principles of technical freedom, decentralization, which means no one person owns it. And it is open source code with true peer-to-peer technology, which means, ladies and gentlemen, that it is on everyone's computer who wants to open it and look at it. Unlike the bank, you can't tell the bank, I want to see all your records, what money went to whose account and what it, what you cannot do that. Bitcoin allows for that and it is technical freedom, decentralization and open source code. So please understand that this technology is not going anywhere because people more and more, not just here in the United States, but all over the world are demanding to know what actually happens to my money when I put my money in the bank? Are you loaning it to 50 people? And how much did you actually make back on that 15% interest for that car loan? And you didn't give me anything for it. People are starting to say no more. It's time out. I would like to be a part of uh, getting some of those residual incomes back that you're using my money for. And with Bitcoin, you can't necessarily do that, but you definitely control your funds. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is our Ask Naja Roberts question. Again, we're going to make sure that we're we're able to call in on Fridays to get your questions answered. And then throughout the week, I am just going to read from the Ask Naja Roberts column. And we're going to get some of your questions answered so that you can thoroughly understand how this relates to your life, how cryptocurrency and Bitcoin can serve you and your family and your community, because that's what this thing is all about. What's in it for me? Not me, but what's in it for you? That's one of the big things that people are always tuned into what's in it for me and so we're going to make sure that we are uh, getting that information to you on a daily basis at the ask Naja roberts uh, segment and so again you can go to najaroberts.com you can click on ask Naja roberts and you can get your questions answered live this is kbla talk 1580 you're linked to the midday money chain with lynn richardson and Naja roberts exclusively on kbla talk 1580 
drop it. When you tune in to KBLA Talk 1580, we want you to know what you're downloading. Now you listen to me, and you listen to me closely. In a recent African-American media issue survey conducted by the public opinion research and public policy consulting firm Eviteris, KBLA Talk 1580 was found to be the most trusted, credible, and reliable source on the airways for black Los Angeles and beyond. And beyond. Check it out. We take our role seriously as your trusted messenger. At KBLA Talk 1580, it's about truth, not ratings. And when you hear us say, when we come, when we forward, come forward, we mean it. We mean it. That's the bottom line. We're not going back. Not to the back of the bus. Not to back alleys. Not back in the closet. And definitely not back to the good old days. Might as well forget it. No way. We're unapologetically progressive. Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. I am excited about this evening. We are having our ledger in me, one, two, three. If you have a ledger already in your possession and you like to learn how to operate it properly, please feel free to go to NajaRoberts.com forward slash ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, and you can attend our ledger in me, one, two, three. It is live online. Uh, you don't have to disclose your name or your picture or your camera. It is going to be done behind the scenes. I'm going to set up a ledger where you can watch my screen and all of those things. And we're going to get this, uh, get these ledgers set up so that our community has self-sovereignty, that we are self-custodying our own coin. And so we're going to do that tonight. And again, you still have time if you have a ledger. If you do not have a ledger, you can still go to NajaRoberts.com forward slash ledger. You can buy a ledger directly from Ledger from my site. So, you know, you're going directly to the factory with that link. And then you can register for next month's Ledger and Me because by then you will have a ledger. Hopefully you all got your ledger that had ordered them over the last couple of weeks. My ledger that I was going to open live on the on our zoom today because of the storms yesterday got delayed and i'm not getting it till today so i won't have it but i got plenty of other ledgers to take us through this process so no big deal there we are going to do our daily dollar cost averaging our daily dollar cost averaging is where we purchase six dollars worth of satoshis a day we are getting six dollars worth of bitcoin a satoshi is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin, like a penny, is the smallest increment of a dollar. And we're doing $6 a day until April the 1st so we can see how much we saved over the last year doing this. So I'm excited about that. So you're going to go ahead and do that at your leisure because we are coming up on the top of the hour and I'm excited about it. I am happy and thankful to each and every one of you for rocking with the head of the crypto curve as we have gone through some of the things that are happening in the cryptocurrency space. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of fantastic things that are coming down the pipe and I'm looking so forward to be in um, several different markets to make sure that everyone is getting the information that they need. The Virtual Underground Railroad is back in effect, and we will be doing some meetings in there. I'll talk a little bit about that next week. Ladies and gentlemen, 
when we come forward, the next voice you will hear will be that of D.L. Hughley. So please stay tuned. Again, thank you for rocking with Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, and one Satoshi at a time. And that means you. I'm your host, Nigel Roberts, on this unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.